Our speech is usually a pretty strong indicator of what's in our heart. We'll talk about it today on a daily Bible study with Pastor Mark. Acts 24 begins with Paul being in Caesarea. So how did he get from Jerusalem to Caesarea? Well, if you read the end of Acts 23 yesterday, you know that they become aware of a plot to kill Paul. They have these Jewish men who say that they're not going to eat until Paul is killed. It gets revealed to Paul. Paul lets the Romans know about it, and Paul appeals to have his case tried before a Roman court or a Roman governor since he is a citizen of Rome. So for Paul's safety, they take him from Jerusalem to Caesarea and keep him in prison there to hold him until his case can be decided. And so this is where we pick up in Acts 24. Now, when he when he gets down there and he's there for a few days, finally Ananias, five days later it says, Ananias and I would call it a Jewish lawyer, Tertullus, they come down to make their case against Paul to this Roman governor, Felix. And I want you to notice how Tertullus talks to Felix. He says, this is how he begins his case. Since through you we enjoy much peace, and since by your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation. In every way and everywhere, we accept this with all gratitude. So he begins with trying to, we use the term butter up Felix, and it's just straight up flattery is what it is. He doesn't mean what he's saying. He's just trying to stroke Felix's ego and, and, and make him think this Tortulus is a good guy and I should listen to what he says and I should rule in his favor since he speaks so well of me. And that's what flattery is. It's, it's saying things to people that make them feel good about themselves. And when in the end of the day, we don't really mean it. We just want something from them. So Tortulus begins with flattery. Then he moves to slander in verse 4. But to t- detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world and as a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. So now this is slander. This is not the truth. He has never stirred up riots. He has just gone into places, shared the gospel. They don't like what he's having to say, and so they stir up the riots. They try to kill him. They create problems. And it says in verse 6, He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to find out from him about everything of which we accuse him. So he says not only is he a troublemaker around the world, but he came in and tried to defile the temple and created a scene there, which once again was not the case. It's a lie. So Tortulus uses flattery to Felix and slander against Paul, and this is this is what's coming out of his mouth, and, and he seeks the destruction of Paul, and so he lies and he flatters, and really that's what flattery is. It's a lie anyway because you don't, you don't mean what you're saying, but this is the case against Paul. Now, now it's Paul's turn to speak, and this is what Paul says. Paul says, Knowing that, that for many years you have been a judge over this nation, I cheerfully make my defense. You can verify that it is not more than 12 days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem. 
and that they did not find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the temple or in the synagogue or in the city. Neither can they prove to you what they now bring up against me. But I confess to you that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God with these men themselves accept that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. And so I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. Once again, he's he's using that term conscience. Look, I, I'm not trying to mislead people. I have been instructed by God. I've gotten revelation from God on the road to Damascus, and I am only communicating what has been taught to me through the scriptures. I'm not trying to create this cult or people to follow me. I'm trying to point people to Jesus Christ. And that really was the message of Paul. It wasn't about Paul. It was always about Jesus. So he lives this life of honesty, and what comes out of his mouth is honesty. And so this is something that we should strive for. If you live in this world of flattery and slander, you can never remember who you've told what to. But if you just live this life of honesty where you're doing what God has called you to do, you're trying to live out the Word of God, it's just a more freeing life. Your conscience is clean. You've, you're not trying to hide anything. You're not trying to hurt anybody. You're just trying to help people. This is just a better way to live. And we see these great contrasts in these two men here in this chapter. And I think the way of Paul is obviously the better way to live. Lord, would you help us in our speech, help us to examine our speech and to look at what we are saying. Help us, Lord, to be people of honesty and integrity, not people of slander and flattery. Help us to be like Paul and live in that way, having a clean conscience before you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow.